Welcome to the latest episode, at least as of today, of Minor Details. What episode is this? It should be episode four, if I'm not mistaken, if I can count. I did go to public school, so uh, bear with me. But episode four, Cowboy Bebop, the latest Netflix adaptation, which many, many people have a lot to say. What a pile of garbage. There you go. <laughs> I can't pile disagree with you, but... I tried to see the, the 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 finer side, and you know there was there was a little bit of shine um, to to, uh, to that pile of garbage. It wasn't too bad, but yeah, I'm I'm when kind you, of happy it was canceled. My <laughs> metaphorical like imagination of that would be a sinking ship, but it has a nice mast. Hey, there you go. Hey, you know it's eventually, going down, looking pretty. Eventually, someone will salvage that ship, and they'll have a great mast to utilize in the future. You gotta look positive. It, Unless it's just, you know, in the bottom of the ocean collecting coral, you know, maybe refurnishing life at the bottom of a, like, trench or something. There you go. Fish need a nice little real-life aquarium to fly through, fly through, swim through. Swim through. (laughs) Anyway. Have you seen stuff like that, by the way? Like ships underwater and whatnot, and coral and fish have taken over it? Only in manga. Only a manga, damn. Yeah. I've seen some YouTube vids and some documentaries. One with uh, James Cameron, because he he's crazy. But anywho, that stuff looks beautiful. Like I it's like it does. beauty from like this like broken stuff. And even better when and you're that's, there. That's that's what Cowboy Bebop is, minus the very beautiful parts. Maybe you see a nice fish swim by it or something. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, start off with some impressions. I uh, so first of all, let's say I haven't seen it. Yes, Marcus has not seen it. I haven't seen it because I, I don't have a Netflix account. That's because a bad I excuse. sacrificed. That's it. That's a bad excuse. I sacrificed it for an Xbox Pass, so not not the greatest. Whatever, like exchange. After people who have Netflix have somebody else's Netflix account. So. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I, you see, I don't like that though. I I wouldn't do that. To people, and I don't want people to do that to me. So, well, I mean, like, they they make it so you could have up to five accounts, so they they notice people do that, and they kind of expect people to do that. Yeah, they're they're, they're making their money no matter what. They I they mean, know what you're doing. They're tracking you. Yeah, they know what you're doing. Of they're course. looking at what you look at. Everything. Anyway, so Marcus has not seen it. I, on the other hand, just finished it a couple of days ago. I do have to admit, I started to watch it first two episodes, and it was tough. It was. The main word I used was cheesy. It it felt like was it a cheese filled sandwich? It was dripping with cheese and like that cheap cheddar cheese from you know. Those did you read anything about it, or did no. you hear anything or nothing? You I just came in blind, just like hey, let's find this. I honestly don't like watching trailers because a lot of, especially like Hollywood trailers, they tell the whole freaking story right from the start, and they all have the same kind of form. I hate, hate Hollywood trailers. One of my pet peeves, that and parking. Bad parking, parking sucks. Uh, so I, tried I don't to, park well. I try to avoid all that crap. So I went in completely blind. Um, I did see what some of the characters looked like, but that was really about it. And the first two episodes, like I said, were super cheese. It kind of felt like they were pushing like this 70s cheesy. Um, it was more like a Starsky and Hutch. Do you remember um, um, Starsky and Hutch? Do you remember that? That's that, a that buddy movie? cop yes, thing. Yes, that's what it feels no. like. No. Yes, it's a no, <laughs> no. It gets super cheesy at first. I'm going Vader on this. No. And 
it's like okay that's kind of funny but overall this is garbage i mean <laughs> overall so quick to me bebop was very poetic in, in, in yes the way it is it, it, it presented itself and this was the exact opposite so yes those were the first two episodes the third episode i, I believe also sucked and, and then I took a Jesus. break. I took a break for about a week or so. You didn't take a break. You were recovering. Yes, I you was were recovering. sensory recovering <laughs> from everything you were receiving. I needed my two week. Um, what's it called? You needed to watch something good. <laughs> I worked and said, "What can I tell you?" That work. Yep. Anyways, and then I came back to it. I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. The episodes did get a little bit better. There was um, less, a lot less cheese. A little more character. Um, development and, i mean you gotta start that somewhere right and the villains were actually pr- pretty funny in a way um they weren't very good but they were slapstick funny in a way <laughs> so it was enjoyable that's not i actually had some laugh out loud moments and i also enjoyed that they tried putting a lot of um like you know like like easter eggs like uh, like at one point homages at one point at one point they're in the um in the diner and, and the menu actually has a couple of funny things i thought it was funny i took a picture of it actually uh, all right so it has like hidden jokes or yes, like Easter hidden eggs, stuff yeah. yeah like a like a jeffrey dahmer burger or a mushroom samba burger episode name so yeah. that was fun i mean obviously that's not going to save the whole the, the whole no. series but it's the little things i that bet matter, people had to push really hard to get that in though that's the thing i, I bet like be surprised yeah because you gotta understand, like, if the director doesn't want it or if he doesn't care about it, he he just wants to be done with the project, you know. Mm-hmm. And I did read that. Um, what was the actor's name who played um, Steve, uh, Spike? John Cho. John Cho. So John Cho was the only one who like sat down, saw the anime, and pushed to get things added in the show. Yeah, you were telling me that, and I, I really have to commend um, John Cho for that. I'm sorry, John Cho. I grew up with you as Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, and you that image in my mind will never, ever leave. So it's really hard to imagine Harold and Kumar go to White Castle as Spike Spiegel. That's the one thing I think, like, I, if I saw it, like, maybe the Spike might not be too bad with because I have prior knowledge that, like, John Cho, like, actually put in the work. He viewed the original work and wanted to see what the Spike character was about. I love that. I really, really love that. That's that's. I, f- I feel like all actors should be but like that. Then again, like when you're pushing things to get into an adaptation on, you know, if you're trying to take stuff from the original and trying to push it into the adaptation. There's something wrong at the just at that nature. It's like a koi fish swimming up a waterfall. Yeah, one piece reference. Anyway, um, another one, another funny thing I saw, but they had I, I, they had a um a royale with cheese, which I thought was great. Oh, that's like a Pulp Fiction exactly. reference. Yeah, and then um, I'm I'm a big jazz fan, as as you as you guys may know. Um, we're both musicians, and I'm a huge fan of jazz. I love that jazz was definitely at the forefront of the series. Uh, uh, there's a couple of scenes at um at Are you talking club. about the adaptation? Yes. Okay. Uh, in both, in both, obviously. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. But um, there's a couple of scenes at, at the nightclub, and they have a live band playing half the time. There is a scene where Julia actually sings a song, and all of those parts were awesome. It, it was definitely nice to have that there. 
and there's even a, a little scene where Jet is is um, geeking out with his former partner who ends up uh, betraying him. But the, um, they, they seem to have a long-standing rivalry between one believes Bird is the better player and the other one believes Dizzy is the better player. I'm sorry, I'm on Bird's side, but that's just me. And yeah, that's it. So, I mean, that's cool. I do respect that as a musician, but at the same time, like, I get it, but I don't know. I kind of feel like that's just kind of pushing it too much. It didn't save the sinking ship. I yeah, know. like, what I like about the original anime is that all the music, it's, no one's like, like, the music levels are really well done in the original mm. to the point where like there will be like scenery and then all you hear is just the music or there's action going on and you still hear the music right but what i really respected is that they didn't treat the viewer as like a child even though this was like a like almost like a kid show because early anime i would imagine like people in the u.s would probably see oh this is a kid show you know, not think of it having adult themes if you base it on like a trailer or something. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the first stigma. time I saw Cowboy Bebop was on Toonami. Right. And that you could definitely say was like a kid show. Yeah, but I mean, also look like at what else, what, to, what was Toonami and Adult Swim? Like, what were they known for? Like, well, Toonami came first. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And Toonami was the original deliverer of a bunch of animes. Gundam, specifically Gundam, for me. Dragon yeah. Ball Z. But then let's think about the shows they started playing, like um, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Oh, that's Adult Swim. Lab 2021. Yeah, that's Adult Swim right there. Yeah, so when did Bebop actually start being played? Because I don't remember that, that being on their daytime lineup. I think that was a No, it was, it was probably like a nighttime yeah. thing, so. I would imagine. But I remember seeing it, though. Oh, for like, sure. I remember sure. seeing it as a kid. I didn't care if I needed to stay up or whatever. But the thing is, that's the point I'm trying to make. They didn't treat the people like kids. Well, while I look at the trailers and I look at the um, some clips from the show, I, I feel like there's... I'm not saying it's made for kids, but I feel like that's the impression they got off of it with all these extreme parts of the characters. Like Faye having, like, yelling out obscenities randomly. Or, like, there was this one joke I saw in a YouTube video where there these, like mummified creatures or these like wooden creatures and she in face sticks her hand in like a gooey mess and it's implied to be like a uh, seedman i don't remember that and i just saw it but why do you think um that's treating the audience as a child well again i'm not saying it's treating the audience like a child i think that's just shitty humor to be no honest. no <laughs> no i'm saying but yeah what i'm saying is is that that's what the director saw because remember, the director didn't see the anime. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to do this project. Mm -hmm. So this is what he thought the anime is. Uh, I don't think so. I think that's just, honestly, that's just like they're trying to... Those are cheap shots. Those are cheap gags to like try and get laughs out of people. Like, like yeah, like like there's plenty of fucks, 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 fucks um, uh, um, coming out of fate. That's how they try to build her character. But that's, yeah, that's my point, though. But that's fate, where it starts leading in the wrong direction. But what wrong direction? Uh, fate reminds me of people I know. You know, so, it, yeah, she's not Faye's character in the anime, for sure. Yeah, that's, different. but that's the difference, is that you're comparing it to people that you know in real life. Mm -hmm. Well, 
this is a character that has background, that has a whole history, that has mannerisms and certain aspects. And the reason why she does it is not because it's a joke. It's because at some point in her life, she needed to, to create this defense. And that's what I'm trying to point at, is that the difference. I mean, you could definitely say that about the adaptation as well. But that's the thing. If you're going on adaptation, I'm not saying you have to be directly true to the source material. But if you're going to lead into that direction, you, you better either just rehash the character or just not use the character. That's really hard to do when she's one of the main characters in the show. Really hard to do, I understand. But you could have made her prepare her for like the second season. And while you have, because remember in the original Cowboy Bebop, Faye doesn't come on until like episode three, three or, or four. four. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. Build up the Spike and Jet relationship. On that note, oh, there's, that's the thing. So they made the Spike and Jet relationship as well as Faye. They kind of made them like a, like a triangle of besties. It was kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird because yeah. they weren't really best they friends. Weren't they, they weren't at all. In I fact, know. I... I mean, there's implied in the Cowboy Bebop um, anime, it's implied that Faye does have some type of romantic feelings for Spike. But again, it's implied. Implied. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's implied. But on, on that note of, of when they add characters, um, Ayn was never introduced. He just showed up one episode on, on the ship, on the Bebop. And then in the next episode or something, they kind of just left them on the side. And then he doesn't show up to like, a, like there's no explanation as to who Ayn is, where he comes from. Later we see he's, um, he, 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 he comes from a lab and he has this like machine inside of him or something, some weird stuff. Jesus Christ. It was he's, actually, it was, it's actually a pretty cool idea, but the, like they kind of, the, they threw him to the side. Here's the problem then. Would you say, you would say this is obviously a bad adaptation, right? <sighs> Yeah, I would say it's a bad adaptation. Yeah. Would it have been better as its own thing if you just rewrote the characters to different people and sure. just rename it and just maybe just do a different series? Yeah, sure. But the, the, the whole point so, is... So, yeah, I know what the point is, but that's what branding. I'm asking is yeah. like, then why do the adaptation in the first place i guess it's because to make money yeah because it's branding to, uh, it's, it's just it, trying to bring in people but on the name alone absolutely but the thing that really the people are going to suffer from this are people who worked on it because now like john cho all these actors and actresses that have been a part of that that's not going to follow them for a while and that doesn't look good when you do a show and you spend like how long how many years of your life doing it and then netflix cancels it yeah, I agree, but at the same time, they're actors. They know what they're what they're getting themselves into. They have a decision to choose, to to take this this job or not. They're not, you know. Yeah, I so. mean, the, and at the end of the day, it depends on the people they approached. Because if somebody really liked the anime and saw what was going on, they would probably have like not. They would probably have decided not to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. If 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 these actors were to see in the if they had for, uh, foresight. Or if, if 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 you could ask them now and they had hindsight, they'd be like, "Yeah, I probably wouldn't have done that show." Yeah, probably <laughs> now they in hindsight they would be like, they probably didn't know what they were getting into, especially the actors. Mm -hmm. Now I seen bits of the show and everything, and again, it doesn't look like the actors are that. You know, they're not bad. It looks like they're doing a pretty decent job, right? Like in my opinion, anyways. When I saw Spike, I kind of felt John Cho 
try to do his best Spike impressions or imitations or what he thought of that character, right? I, I mean, John Cho, I'm sorry. It's, you know, it's hard not to sound ageist, but he just was... And the character... Oh, wait, I just want to say real quick, too. And the character that played, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Jet. Jet. Yes. Uh, I like Jet. Um, Mustafa Sh- Sh- Shakir. Mustafa Shakir. Okay. Yes. He, um, they changed Jet. They made Jet more whiny, bitchy in a way. I heard he's like a runaway father or something. Like he, he abandoned his like wife and kid. No, he didn't abandon them. Um, I mean, it's not really revealed, but, but you know, like she has, uh, the, 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 the ex-wife has a new husband who is a, 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 a former cop that he knows. Um, and they were, yeah, I don't know. So whatever. So that's on the side. He's still trying to have a, a relationship with his daughter, Kimmy. Who, and that relationship was nice. Um, and we actually meet, meet Kimmy at one point and she actually becomes a, um, a hostage. So th- th- that was definitely nice, but it was definitely a different spike, a different jet. It wasn't the same jet, but the actor, I think he did a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah. I would take your word for it because again, I haven't seen the whole show, but the clips I've seen, it looks like the actors are trying their best with what they got. Yeah. As for Spike. The only one I just don't like is the one that played Faye. That's it. Yeah. And it's just because what she, what she was had to say written wise, because I'm telling you all the clips I see her in, it's not anything like dialogue, like she's witty or anything. It just seems like they gave her a bunch of dumb lines. She's just brash. Like, yes, that's, she's brash. Exactly. She, 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 um, she especially starts off like that in the, in the first few episodes. She gets a little better t- towards the middle as you start learning her character more. But yeah, overall, that's that's just who she is. Kind of sucks. That's unfortunate. You know, I really wanted this to succeed. And unfortunately, I did see the trailers. I did see stuff on it. And I did read stuff before going into it. And tell you the truth, this was when I had Netflix. And I was like, this this doesn't seem like it's going to, you know make me keep paying for this so that's when i stopped and then because i didn't really care about any other show but yeah go ahead and then vicious played at uh, played by alex hassel so i really didn't like his characters first he was the, oh my god the true joke it was like, him and julia i saw like some clips of those two and i'm just like what is this it was really is this like a fever first. dream of what um, Cowboy Bebop was, but v- Vicious actually ends up being a lot better as 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 you start start seeing his psycho. Like they made him very psycho and it is like very like deranged killer, and then he really starts to take that role on a lot better as as the show goes on. So I, I end up liking him, but at first I was like, this guy's such a joke. Like what's going on here? But once know. again, not like not like the the, the, the um the anime. Well, Vicious. this is the thing is that like for some reason they needed. They thought they needed like a major villain. Mm-hmm. Well, Cowboy Bebop, the show, you, Vicious again doesn't come in until like yeah. very early in the series for only like a second, and then at the end for like a little bit. Yeah, I feel like um, every episode in Bebop and the anime stood alone, and you slowly... yeah, they were self-contained stories, and there was threads connecting each one. Yeah, and then slowly you start seeing the sprinkles of this and that. Of, of any backstory. No, uh, this with the adaptation that started right from the first episode. And I just want to say that's my favorite form of storytelling. Oh, yeah. Not upfront, not in your face, but subtle hints, subtle dialogue choices, subtle things they do, like um, like why a character does something, why do they act like this. 
and they don't explain it all the way. Maybe they give like an episode or something, but like they, they, they leave holes and they allow you to fill in with your imagination what it could be mm-hmm. throughout the show. Like who is Spike? Who is who yeah. is he and stuff? And that, when I was a kid, I was always like, who is this guy? He's so cool, but like he seems like a deranged killer. It's like when I was a kid, I saw him as like this cool character, but this frightening, like almost like a monster, you know? So... And Jet always seemed like the laid-back dude and everything, and he was really cool. And I didn't know he he. There's like references of be, him being Native American in the show, like especially the part when the um, I think it deals with Jet's episode when he goes to goes to his home. He gets like a bounty for his home area or something, the place he used to be a cop in the anime, mm-hmm. and then um, he like reunites with certain people. I I. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while. But the point is, is that at the beginning of that episode, there's like a Native American who sees two Native Americans seeing like a star fly across, like a like a shooting star. Oh, I remember You remember that? that? And then immediate, if you remember, it like immediately after that cuts to Jet. Yeah. I, and and, I he, and the Native American gives like a whole proverb or like he gives like he tells a boy a story or something. It's it's not the, the the same guy um who who um who Spike would go to for um uh, yeah he goes yeah. to him at some point yeah, yeah, yeah they he, meet and, and, and he gives them those those, those riddles yeah yes I yeah but you see it's it's subtle stuff like that that what makes the anime really good well unfortunately they are not Shinichiro Watanabe and Watanabe he was, yeah, he was a isn't better. that a surname. Or something like the people who made Cowboy Bebop, they it was a collaboration, and then they use what, what was the name again? Shinichiro Watanabe is actually a person. Oh, it's actually a person. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. He also did um, uh, the the samurai one, that, the, the one that came out after. It was really good. Samurai Champloo. Champloo, yes. Champloo, yeah. That was really good too. Uh, they're uh, they're going to try to make an adaptation of that one. <sighs> <laughs> and think about think about what makes everything good about that and think what they're gonna do to it of course i mean we also have to consider oh there's also going to be an avatar another avatar adaptation not a movie tv show but we'll see no they're doing they're, uh, they're doing a, a live action one piece they're doing a lot man. oh they're doing one piece yeah how are you gonna even do yeah one piece like jesus christ one piece not even finish well, I mean, <laughs> will it ever? Maybe that's not the point. <laughs> it's 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 toward it's toward the end now, but that hasn't stopped people in the, in the past. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I think it's still going to continue like until the end of times. But let me think about other things uh, in the anime. Okay, so that's um, the first. I think it was the first episode. It it had um, the whole episode w- w- with the guy selling red eye and 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 his girl. Um, had the stash in in her belly, uh, you know, yeah. the pregnancy. They completely killed that one. That was so bad. The thing that pissed me off, I did so see. So bad. I saw a YouTube uh, comparison of that first episode, and the guy gave all his comments. But the biggest thing that I would also agree on is that the biggest character shift. It's a very minor thing, but, and I'm pretty sure you'll notice this right now. But at the end, she doesn't shoot her boyfriend yes in the anime she shot her boyfriend Absolutely. because it was like i don't know like a humane thing to do 
I think anyways. I don't know. Like she wanted a better life. She wanted to go to Mars, remember, to like with her boyfriend who was hopped up on red eye, but she was trying to like have what's that word? Like um like a blind optimistic or something? Yeah, so she blind had blind opti- optimism for sure. Yeah, she and had blinders um, on the eyes. Yeah, blinders on the eyes. And um the boyfriend's last ditch attempt not caring about anything, just trying to ram through that space blockade. Mm-hmm. And then that beautiful scene of like... That was a good scene. Yeah, with the with the red coming out. And then like, it's it's beautiful, but it's also really fucked up, you know? That was a great scene because it really, the, the whole time... And that was the first episode. It, it, it felt, the whole time it felt like she was, um, I mean, an accomplice to everything, but she was being led by him. He was in control the whole time. Yeah. You know, like, like a rampage. But and, and that last scene, it showed that like, you know, no, I'm in control and I'm going to make the decision here. Obviously you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it, it made her character a lot stronger. That's one criticism I have for the adaptation. They took a lot of the characters and tried to empower them in a way especially female characters like Faye, I, I would say is, is the main one where I think they changed her character because they were trying to empower her in a way. Because mm. in the anime, if you remember, she, she was, she was definitely a con artist, Yeah, but she also used her, her, her looks, um, you know, um, she used her, 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 her sexual prowess, I would say to um, try and, and con men. Well, you're forgetting the biggest thing about her too. She's, you could argue she's a successful con artist, mm-hmm. but she's always broke. No, unlucky. Remember, yeah. all the unlucky things happen around her. Like she could be doing something perfectly, and then all of a sudden, just it just all goes down because of something. Someone got tipped off, or she bought the wrong information from someone. Same with Spike. Same with Jet. I mean, all, all three of them are pretty unlucky, and they're all stuck together. I would say. Yeah. Well, I would say more so Faye because. Just because she's more like the con character, mm. so they so like they're they're trying to play on that a little bit more. I would imagine. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I would well, also, Spike he gets he doesn't really get unlucky. He it, it's more like he is luck or something because like remember he will have like headphones or listening to music. People will have guns on him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't see that coming, but he makes it out easily. Faye wouldn't probably you know would put up a fight, but probably wouldn't have gotten out because again she's super unlucky. And um, Jet would probably have seen that coming, in my opinion, you know? Because remember, he was the former cop. Mm-hmm. So he would have more, like... Well, they both have a, a more experience. Yeah, that. yeah. Like, Spike and, and um, Jet have more experience because, again, they dealt in this world while Faye kind of, like, is building... Still building up to this character she is. I in you. my opinion, Faye, the, the one that we see in the anime is like the character Faye. Like she puts up a character. Oh yeah, and she has to. I and mean, she absolutely. has to, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I really like about that character is that she has to put it up. Absolutely. Because so, no because she learned very early coming into the new world that she got frozen in is that you can't trust people. Absolutely. So like I mean I think that goes for now too, but so you so I, I'm I'm arguing with you. I think that's definitely her character in the anime. Yeah. That, that um but they changed that character in, in the adaptation. And I feel like it was, it, it, they, they took away that sexy side of her in a way. Sometimes they kind of empowered her in a way because I, I think to me, Faye was more helpless in the, in the anime. Like 
she was and she wasn't. I don't know. Like she got captured that one time, yeah, and was used by bait by the syndicate. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, then, but then that also brought one of the coolest scenes in Cowboy Bebop, in my opinion, is when Faye's at the the ball. You know, again, due to bad luck, because she she received the tip for a bounty and it was actually like a trap, mm. right, by the syndicate, and that's when you see Sid vicious again. And yeah. he has a short scene and he just says like, oh, why are you scared or something? Like, don't be yeah. panic or whatever. So so let me just, just finish my point. The, the fact is that they changed the character and I feel the point of the cha- changing the character didn't have anything to do with the story. It had more so, it was more of, um, uh, what's the word people use? Um, it was it was more virtue signaling. It was like, okay, like, like they're trying to bring a different audience by showing this character who's all like, oh yeah, fuck you. Da, da, da. Like when we you know, like they're changing the character just to bring in a different audience and not really doing much for the character itself. Yeah. I mean, I could agree on that set that they're trying to bring in a different audience and that's my opinion on why it's, it's wrong. And there's, because oh, at that wrong. point Absolutely. it's like, then why even do the adaptation? Because people who saw this would would most likely just want the same thing, but like live action. I mean, you sure, you could change your characters to whoever you want, as long as they fit the roles, right? Yeah. As long as they act well. Yeah, so I, I feel like you you see that example a lot, um, a few times throughout the adaptation. I can't think of any right now, but... I remember watching. I was like, "Yeah, this feels like the same thing. Like they're 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 changing the scene or changing the character." Oh, like, like we were just talking. I just brought up this point with the whole um, the Tijuana thing. Like the um, the the guy with the red eye and the girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. So they changed her character. They didn't make her. Um, they didn't give her the uh, the, the the option to kill her her boyfriend. Was and, she like a? align with the whole thing did she like work yes did she like was she like also like a partner essentially she was like she, she, they actually made her daddy's little rich girl um uh she's the daughter of some some rich guy and she oh was so they gave away. like background to her yeah wow. and, and she was running away and this and that and she just wants to get to mars and then yeah like like i feel like they kind of empowered her more throughout the um, the episode but then it's kind of like backwards because in the anime they gave the ultimate empowerment at the end where where the character made the decision to end it all. While here she's just kind of like, I can't do anything. I'm gonna die. It was just kind of lame. It just was... might have. So it, the mindset of her was like, I fucked up. So let's just go for it. Or I fucked up. That was her whole mindset. They were flying. It was the same. It was the same ending. Same they were scene, flying, yeah. Except the guy was. I can't even remember. I think he was already dead or something. But yeah, he 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 was so beat up that he was just like, oh, dead. so he died beforehand. Okay, so then and then she was like, "What do I do?" or something. No, she just gave up and she was just. Oh, she just also. Oh wow, yeah. that that ugh, that seems even worse now. That they just at least in the other one she took some control back. And then, however it, small it was, and then Spike was really. They made Spike really needy in this scene because he, throughout the whole um, series, he's projecting Julia onto everything. So oh God! So he's like, all, 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 all these emotions are coming out, and we don't see Julia yet, but you, you could tell like he really latched onto um to, to, to this person. 
and he's like, no, you can change it. No, 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 you can survive. Like he, he's trying to bring that back. And I was just like, oh my God, really like, come on. No, yeah. This is the unfortunate thing. This is what Netflix will continue to do. So in my opinion, keep a skeptical mind on the newer projects coming out, like the One Piece stuff, even the Halo show coming out. Because like the thing is they're trying to, make money really quickly so they're not going to write diverse uh, yeah. like dialogue they're not going to try to actually write something good they're banking on the 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 name they're banking on the nostalgia which kind of which is really bad because that prohibits the growth of these things i mean i agree with you i mean you kind of have to give it to netflix because they have released a lot of um original content but the problem with a lot of this original content is that within the first season or so it's done well like, they, they, they try really hard for this, for that, the, the people. And then after that, like, there's just no material. And all these original contents just kind of, like, disappear. Well, here's the other problem I see with it, too. They actually have competition now. Oh, yeah. Pretty decent competition now. Like, beforehand, people were, like, kind of... It was, like, mostly Netflix and not a lot of other stuff. I think Amazon Video or, I mean, Amazon Streaming or whatnot. But now yeah. we got Paramount, Hulu, all this Peacock, all this other forms of streaming and and a lot of these companies or studios they have a lot of these licenses and they're going to go on those they're going to try to bank on the previous licenses they own well I, netflix needs something new but i bet you they're all going to have the same mindset and try to create the same oh thing. yeah yeah no it's definitely except except for maybe I, i'm telling you except for like disney stuff because disney no di, have you seen loki oh you haven't seen loki right it's one word, Star Wars. Star Wars? Oh. Well, just, I'm not talking about Star Wars. Okay, just, but that's a big but example. Wait, that's but the wait, yeah. <laughs> the, okay, let's go to Star Wars and Mandalorian. I haven't seen any of them, but I hear they suck. Who the hell are you talking to? A lot of people. Well, they're all wrong because Mandalorian's great. Right. And I'm probably more of a Star Wars fan than anyone you know. Is that the the um, the the the... The animated thing or is that no no that's no no it's a live action tv show oh a tv with show. like two seasons okay well i'm talking about the three movies that that, that came out plus um i'm those skipping those movies ah you... I'm, I'm, unless you're talking about the animated like clone wars no I'm, I'm talking about the movies that have come out since um since disney um got the franchise so you're talking about the the prequel the sequel series the sequels yeah okay Yes, okay. those are done. Those okay. they're they're done. Okay, they're they're they've been made. They're making new stuff, and they already did make some new stuff, and it's really good. Well, I'm glad to hear it turn around. Yes, at first, that's why I'm saying they're trying to find a new thing. They're trying to copy Disney right now, because Disney now is starting to realize what they're banking on. Now they're starting to see, okay, if we just give these guys control, like to write all this and to find the casting themselves. They will take care of it and we will make money. And giving it to people that love the series, like The Mandalorian, The Bad Batch, those two are great Star Wars series and they deal with a lot of mature stuff. So they're understanding now the framework of what people really want to see from their nostalgia feels, which is just new content, but decent, just something to work on, something that has a good motivation to keep watching. Rather than making a show really quickly, slapping on a title, and then say, all right, let's see what this can pull. All right, next thing. You see what I'm saying? No, I, I completely agree. And that's what 
I want more from, but it's not going to happen. And that's why, and maybe with Apple TV, maybe Apple TV, I haven't seen anything from Apple TV. I do want to see the Foundation series. So let's, hold on, let's, let's, let's go back to Cowboy Bebop. How, okay, so we, we can agree that the adaptation sucked, that's for sure. Yeah, no. How would you have made a better adaptation? You want my honest opinion? Not doing it at all. Not doing it at all. Just exactly. leave it alone. Just exactly. if anything, do what Star do what Disney's doing with Star Wars. Ignore the main stuff and just concentrate side on the stories. side stories. Okay. Just start doing side stuff. That's interesting. Because now you're free from the shackles of being forced to follow a certain plot point or follow a certain format, and it gives people freedom to play around with what they got. Now, did the same people who worked on the the, the sequels and uh, plus the two little side movies also work on the Mandalorian? Oh, uh, you mean Rogue One? Yeah. And uh, no, they're all. You see, you gotta understand with the the movie setup, the movies they they didn't plan it out, so they just gave it to a bunch of directors to do. So there wasn't like a unified thing with that, right? In the sense of like there was no future, real future plan to continue a line of like directors sharing notes or directors, you know, talking back and forth and explaining what will happen with these characters. No, Disney gave money to directors and said, here, here's the Star Wars franchise. Do what you will with it. First, it was J.J. Abrams and he kind of, Force Awakens was all right. I would say it's all right. It's like a, like a C plus movie, right? Then they gave, then... Immediately after having him make that movie, right when that was done, since J.J. had to do other stuff, they gave it to Ryan Johnson because they just needed to make a quick, like somebody who could start making stuff really quickly, right? And that was somebody, Ryan Johnson. If you've seen his movies like Looper, um, Knives Out, this is before Knives Out, but okay, yeah. So Knives Out. if you've seen his movies, he does have interesting plot points and he does have interesting character development. Very wrong for Star Wars. So that was the thing, is that there was no cohesion. I mean, J.J. shared notes with, the, with what he thought should continue on as, like the, the series and the characters. Ryan Johnson did not take any of it and okay. said, don't worry, I got it. Okay, I got your point. The yeah. directors were very dis- disjointed. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now, what, how is that different from these new two series? Well, it's being handled by, like, the same person. Okay. And it's um, Tom Flioni. I believe, um, but he's he did the Clone War series. He mm. took over the Clone War series like halfway through, and this is why halfway through it started getting a lot better. Did you ever watch that original Clone War series? Yes, by, um, by the guy who did Dexter. Yes, Top? I seen that one. Yes, and that one is also a like a diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. You know, it it is really good, and it, it he did in, inspirational work in my opinion because a lot of his stuff, I feel were inspirations from like, you know, like, um, what, what's the name of that movie? Um, Lawrence of Arabia, like with the s- open scenery and then the battle and then back to open sceneries again and stuff like that. But gotcha. those were really good. Yes. And that's, we could apply that too, to this case. Look at that. That was a small project. They were given just a time period. You're in the clone wars. Here are the characters do what you will with them and look what was made. Right. And I did know that George Lucas did go around that studio. He liked to like look at what they were doing with his stuff at the time. And he liked it. So he just left it alone and just said, just do your thing. 
And he, if he had an opinion, he will voice it, but it wasn't necessary. All right. It was take it or leave it. Let's get back to Bebop. Let's yeah. close it up. So, but that's the thing with Bebop. I feel like it was not made with love. I feel like, if anything, it was almost like they wanted to do anti-Bebop. They, in their minds, they wanted to fix what was wrong with Bebop. Who is they? Yeah, look up the director. I've, I forgot his name. The, we have a bunch of producers. Let's see. And they is... So it was developed by Christopher Yoss. Um, Yoko Kano took care of the music. She also did the music originally, and I love yeah. Yoko Kano and the seatbelts. She again, John Cho pushed for her to be on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah told me that before. Yeah, the director didn't care. There is no director here. Maybe he's hiding. <laughs> no, it's just going to be a bunch of executive producers. Uh, then I guess this. I guess this is another problem. There was no head. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like it might have just been given to a bunch of people. Yeah, it just says developed. I think it's probably developed by Christopher Yoss. Yeah. This guy. He worked. Oh, for the Marvel Thor. Mandalorian. Oh. Oh, he worked on the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Fucked up, buddy. Yeah, he fucked up if he. Well, Mandalorian now has ended. So now it's going on to Book of Boba. Interesting. Yeah. So yes, so I do want to share a story of when I first listened to the Cowboy Cowboy Bebop OST, the first one. It was at a convention somewhere in Orlando, and I swear, um, because we were at the con, my cousin bought the CD, and we'd listened to that CD so many times throughout that con. And I've heard that that first OST so many times. I love it to death. It was that to me that was a big part of Bebop, the music for sure, and that music, oh yeah, the best for sure. Yoko, sure. Yoko Kano for the win. She also did the music, if I'm not mistaken, for a couple of Castlevania games. Do you know? And Skullgirls. My yeah. opinion, do you know how good your music is in a show? When you, when you get away with doing a harmonica solo. I don't know, man. I love harmonica. No, no. I'm saying that's, <laughs> no, I'm saying that's how you know it's good. If you could if you could get off with a harmonica solo and it fits the scenery, it fits everything really well, now you know you made something really good, you know? Well, I mean, we have to remember she probably didn't write every individual solo. She, um, she, 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 she probably composed this and that. This is how this is going to go. These are the chords, direction, how this is how we're going to work. But when it came to the actual solos, I'm sure she had a great team that was like, okay, I want you to rip this solo here with the sax. Okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. You know, so yeah, he might have written. I'm kind of hoping, solo, but in my mind, I'm kind of hoping more that uh, maybe like this is just me fantasizing. But I'm kind of hoping that when I heard that, I was hoping that was just a jam. That was I just a thing a dude was, was doing. They were just like record that. <laughs> probably was. It's just just straight like, blues. Because I don't know, like you, you talked about, like when you first heard the the song, the soundtrack, right? Love it. My, the first int- the, the of course the first thing the music came to me was the intro obviously the mm-hmm. intro was the best thing but i don't know if it's in the first episode but there is a there's an awesome harmonica solo yeah down, down, and that's down, what made me down. that's what made me go okay what's this i never heard this before like i who you got to be so badass to have like that as your op- like that as part of your music just a harmonica solo and you don't hear that i'm pretty sure in other stuff really except or- it's like purposely well, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, because she was writing for the episode, you know. Yeah, yeah, but 
No, but my point is, is that you have to you have to trust in your source material. You have to trust your players. And you have to trust everything to work out well for that. Like, because to me, that seems like something unheard of. Track three, Spokey Doki. I knew it was right there on track three. Pink three, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, Did yeah. you get any of that? Did you get any musical, like, whoa moments from the adaptation? Uh, no, I, mean, I, I enjoyed the music, like I said, for sure. It was, Is there anything you could point out now that you'll be like, oh, I'm going to listen to that later? I'm pretty sure it was off from the, 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 the I've only listened to the first soundtrack, but um, I'm pretty sure they have other soundtracks from the anime and they use all songs from those soundtracks. So, so they redo it or is it just the same songs? I think they redid the intro. The intro sounded a little different to me. I, I'm going to have to look it up, but the intro sounded a little different to me. All right. So they just probably reworked it. Probably. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept the same recordings for most of them, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, well, like, you already have an amazing piece of, of art. Like, why change it for, for, for what purpose unless you're trying to achieve something different? Yeah, yeah. But, oh, man, it's just the fact that what pisses me off is that John Cho had to, like, that she wasn't even originally included. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the thing. She wasn't originally included. And how can you have Cowboy Bebop without the composer? Well, think about it. I mean, to them, if they're just trying to make money. Why would you bring on more people yep. with names to just like... And then you got this annoying little actor boy who's a nerd for the series going like, no, bring her, bring her. And, <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, now we got to like make contract payments. <laughs> a semi-nerd, I would say. If, if he hadn't seen Bebop yeah, before, you know, he, 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 he definitely had a chub going, but... At least he like, again, at least he saw it. He was like the only one who actually sat down and saw the whole thing. Yeah, I definitely give him for that. Anyway, I think we're running a little long. We're at forty-six minutes. All right, I just want to make a closing remark about yes. this. Any closing remarks? Okay, complete garbage. Don't waste your time. Don't watch it. If you've seen Cowboy Bebop and you're a fan of Cowboy Bebop, do not watch this. Keep the mind of the characters that you have just there. Do not watch this and only watch it if you just want to critique it, if you want to see what they did or you want to see what Netflix is trying to do. They're trying to just find to capture people's nostalgia feels and then see what works and then see if they could continuously make money off of it, if it's through like continuous seasons. I think those are all reasons to watch it. Unless your time is very limited, then watch something else for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, if <laughs> this is for people who have time to watch this because yeah. if, if, you, if you have time... And you want to critique the shit out of this and maybe have a laugh, like making fun of it. Like, yeah, hell yeah, watch it, you know? Or if just to um, have it be something to want you to revisit the original series and enjoy it again. Or learn a lesson on how not to do an adaptation. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a movie maker or anything like that, so I would never be able to... I, it's hard for me to critique that for sure because I've never... I, I can never imagine how Bebop could be... Um, adapted. There's a it, lot of again, series like yeah, that. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like yet there are a lot of adaptations not that are been. great. Yeah. Well, so, uh, people would say The Witcher is a good adaptation, but I haven't seen, I haven't read the books. I played the games, but I'm not a huge fan of the games. Mm. And um, I do want to say though, um, as my closing remark, I mean the only, just a quick thing, the only recent adaptation of something that's been recent that I actually really freaking enjoyed, Dune. The new Dune movie. 
We did an episode on that. Uh, we haven't released it, and we think we're gonna redo it. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of want to rewatch it too. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I think you should rewatch it after seeing like a poorly made adaptation and see like what somebody uses the Dune book. Like, oh, it's Bim- a lot better than Bebop. That no, 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 sure. no, no. I'm not. I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying in the sense of Billy, uh, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, he uses the book he claims in an interview this is my bible when i was making this movie (laughs) and that's how you know it was made by somebody who loved it you know when he refers the source material as the bible absolutely and working with the music producer the music composer hans zimmerman which i was surprised to find out that he was the music producer remember we found that out Mm -hmm. yeah that was i mean the music composer and how they both worked hand to hand like next to each other like reading Dune lines and going like, how do we make this happen? That's a good adaptation. You know what I mean? But again, you're not going to know this unless you read about it, which I like to do. That's what I like to do. I like to, about, I like to read about this background scene stuff yeah, with movies too. and film. Me too, but we are a niche group of people. Most people don't care. They just want to watch something to get their, get their day by. Yeah, so. well, well, it saved me time. That's what I'm thankful for. I mean, I might... Watch Cowboy Bebop. I'm going to go um, take care of my niece soon. And um, my sister has Netflix. Oh. So I'll probably, if while taking care of the baby, I might just see what's up. But I'm telling you, if I really don't like it, I am not, I'm, I don't care if it's, if it gets better or whatever. I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to keep the memory of the characters that I liked and just be like, that. that's that, you know? I doubt you'll get past the first episode. Then, Yeah. We'll see. And I don't have, I don't really watch a lot of shows too, either. Like the shows I like watching are stuff like the Man- Mandalorian. I did see like the extra Star Wars movies, as you said, and stuff. This is the only thing I could relate to, like a Marvel Universe thing, because I haven't seen all the Marvel movies and I'm not a huge Marvel fan. But you see what they're doing with it, obviously, right? Making all the sub shows and stuff. But I have seen those sub shows and I do like those a lot better, just for the fact that it's separated. Well, it's connected, but it's, you know, it's a different character, that type of stuff. And that's what I'm like now. That's what I'm like seeing now. Seeing like these little second universes and like contained stories like Cowboy Bebop was. Yeah. So my closing remarks are going to be, I think this is going to be a cult film in about 30 years. Hmm. It's, cult it's, series. It's it's hard to call it a cult classic, but I think there's gonna be no. Um, I, I think once there's gonna be a. First of all, the, the, just just be clear: the people bitching right now are people who've seen Cowboy Bebop, who have it dear and near to their heart, such as us, such as many people on the internet. Yeah, but you're gonna have a lot of people. Uh, let's say younger twenty somethings, in, in like. 20 years or so who have never heard or seen a bebop, they're going to see this and they're going to fucking love it. They're going to be like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. Oh my God. And it's going to have a following. It's not going to be huge. It's not going to be like Pulp Fiction, but I guarantee you, Marcus, in 30 years. It's probably going to be a tiny little niche though. Like everything else in the freaking world. Like, like, like Marvel. Marvel is not really tiny niche, but okay, like look at Dune. It's a huge franchise, but how many people really, really know about Dune? I mean, not a lot of people. Well, I guess you would have to. You, you that's a that's a hard question because Dune's been around for like 
since the 70s. Yeah, absolutely. Since yeah. since the early 60s. It's the early 60s. And it's the originator of a lot of like science absolutely. fiction stuff. So, well, that's that's kind of harder to say because that created other, like that was so big. That was such a big influence that it convinced like George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Star Trek, uh, well, Star Trek before or after, probably during the same time. But, around the same time, yeah. But it influenced a lot of science fiction stuff, and that opened up to all different types of genres we love now. Fun fact: um, Lucy of I Love Lucy. Um, oh yeah, Lucille Ball. She actually okayed Star Trek. It was her production company with Desi Arnaz. I love her. Who brought on Star Trek? You know, if you want to talk about if if you want to if you want to go down this rabbit hole, of making money off of products like there's no excuse for what they did with star trek all right you haven't have you seen the original star trek i've like, only i've only seen the original star trek you only seen the original the 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 captain kirk right okay all right so yeah so you only seen that you haven't seen next generation right nothing else. all right you gotta do yourself a favor and seen that that'll be our next episode yeah you go <laughs> i i did not like the next generation i hated star trek for the longest time until a friend of mine forced me to watch it all one day he, he just forced me he literally said you know what no you have to watch this and you have to understand why this is great so i did sat down saw why it's great and i now see why it's great obviously the newer stuff is horrible i am not joking they they got writers who do not care about star trek to the fact that they thought all the stuff in charge star trek were dumb so this is the thing is like things being made with love obviously is is probably a rarity nowadays, right? Like for instance, finding that one director, that one person who really likes a series and then he makes it big in the film industry or whatever, right? It's such a small number. It's people who want to make like movies, you know, who like like directors who just want to make money or they want to make like a great cinematic piece or something i imagine these these production companies aren't looking for the perfect director no for, by any for a means, franchise yeah. but they're thinking okay let's see who was the most successful recently okay that, that movie made, that guy that guy made a lot of yeah. money perfect let's, let's, let's put that person and that guy could be like i don't know what cowboy bebop is or are you gonna watch it no i'm doing all this other stuff you want the money or not come on let's yeah like and then I, I bet you bebop the adaptation for as bad as it was and it was canceled within three weeks Jesus. I bet you it God. at least broke even. God. I bet you at least broke even. So no one's really losing. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even. I've seen the prop design. I've seen the the design of the studios and stuff. I've seen, I've seen some clips of it. And it looks like they did spend money on those That's scenes. one thing I didn't mention. that It looked amazing. It looked beautiful. Like Especially the first episode. Yeah. That first scene. You're gonna like the the way that everything was set up, and it, and that's the thing. A lot of parts looked really I, good. In my opinion, I don't think they broke even. I don't even think they got close because of how good things look in it. It's also a different thing because how does Netflix measure their success of a series or a particular episode? There's, well, yeah, that's the thing is that they had they tried so many different original series, and they all are not good. Like. Did you? There was Marco Polo was the first origins of those. No, but, but, but so, so so my whole point is like okay, so you it's not like people are paying to see this; they already paying for a net. A oh yeah, Netflix they're already paid. Like yeah, yeah. How many people just leave it on in the background, or only just watch a couple of seconds, or watch the first episode? Like, 
I mean, Netflix probably knows their own numbers, but yeah. what are they actually publishing and what are they actually telling us? Like, how do we measure the success of this new Bebop series? In my opinion, I think they're just in a, I mean, not in a panic mode, but they're kind of like we're, we're more competitors are propping up who have the licenses that we used to use, mm-hmm. that we used to rent from them. Like I don't like a couple movies have been knocked down from Netflix just because yeah, HBO Go came up or Paramount came yeah. out with their own thing, and that's my opinion. They're in the panic mode. They're trying to get another like Black Mirror thing. They're trying to find something original or something old, give it to like a team, see if that works. If it doesn't work, all right, quickly cancel it so we don't lose money on it and we don't promise a second season because we don't want to give anyone expectations. So then now let's look for the next thing. One Piece. Um, Halo, uh, not Halo is not going to be on Netflix. It's Halo, right? That's, no, no. Um, One Piece is on Netflix. Speaking of the ending, I mean, the way Bebop ended, it was so weird. I saw it. Like they introduced Ed at the last moment, right? Ed, Ed it was a footnote. It was literally the weirdest 30 second scene that they, sh- they could have just completely left out and it would have been fine. But um, aside from that, though, like the, the way it ended was so weird. They completely destroyed the, the, the relationships. Faye left to, uh, to go figure out her life. Jet hates Spike and told Spike that I never want to. See, if I see you again, I will kill you. And uh, because basically, um, the, um, did you really care? Spike destroyed the relationship between uh, um, uh, Kimmy and uh, um, and Jet, so he's yeah. never going to see his daughter again. So it's like, how are they, how they, were they even thinking of a second season? What direction would it have gone? It would have been so fucking weird. I don't know. Maybe in my opinion, if I had to guess, they would probably do like time jumps or like, and after so many years or months or whatever, they're all doing their own thing. And then maybe something forces them to come back again. Yeah, that's a possibility. Anyway, so let's, because obviously we don't want to talk about Bebop anymore. We're talking about other things. Yeah, no more Bebop. I hated Bebop. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell, but I, I really... Did not. I didn't even see it, and I've seen clips, and I already ha- didn't like it, and I hated it. He read and other you people's say, opinions, and he- <laughs> yeah, I read. I read other people's opinions, but I've also did some research my own on the background of the, uh, you know, the director and every. Well, not yeah. director, the whoever, the producer, the, uh, the producer, the <laughs> no, developer, developer. Sorry, the developer. Developer. Yeah. Anyway, I just saw the red flags. I avoided it. Thank you, Netflix, for the laughs, but uh, you should have saved your money and gotten something else. Anyway, that concludes this episode of Minor Details. We are your hosts. Uh, what do I call myself again? Chimp. Chimp and... Um, Cabbage Patch Kid. Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll see you guys for the next episode. We have yet to decide what it is, but we'll let you know. Peace.